We're going to be starting in three, two, one, action. Hello, welcome to FPM Play. Today we're reviewing the Lego movie. Uh, today I'm here with two, or no, three. We have three special guests. My little brother. Hi! Hi. Right, my name is Hi, my name is Alex. My age, I'm eight years old, and and that's it. All, All right, right. Uh, Jacob. Who else do we have? On we, the... we also have my friend Noah and her younger sister Sydney. Hi. Hi. All right. Okay, so today we're gonna start. We'll check it out. Oh, by the way, Noah and uh, Sydney are only gonna be here for check it out, and can't wait. So. And can't wait. Yes. Yeah. All right, so let's get started with our check it out. Uh, so check it out is where we talk to you as a listener as what we think you should check out. Um, so we're gonna start with Alex, and then we'll do. We're going to start with... Actually, we should let the ladies go first. Ladies first. I should know this. I go to a junior assembly. Yeah. All right, so Jacob, who's going first? Sydney. Noah. <laughs> oh, no, um, I know I'm going to check it out. I know I'm check it out. Um, you should check out the American Girl Real Stories, the March on Washington. American Girl's Real Story, March on Washington. Okay. Well, Is what's this a book? Yes. Okay. And and uh, where'd you read the book? Did you, did you read it for school? Or did you read it for fun? Well, I read it for fun. And what is the book about? Um, the book is about um the march on Washington. So, um, it's about Melody. Uh, what is what is Melody's character? What what does Melody do? Well, she would be the main character, right? But what what is <laughs> what does well, um she she she's marching for equal rights. Well, very cool. And this is by American Girl Doll. Well, it's part of the American Girl series, yes. right? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, Jacob. Series? Jacob doesn't know about yeah. the American Girl stuff. Only Sydney does. No, Alex, no, you know about it Sydney. too. You've read about it. The only Sydney. Yeah, my mom. Our mom, Sydney, also knows about yes. American Girl. Yes, she's been a fan of American mm-hmm. Girls since she was a little girl. She That's has right. a collection. And, American uh, Girl Melody shares her own experience growing up during the civil rights moment and dealing with okay. discrimination. That sounds pretty interesting. Um, Alex, what do you think about uh, this book that Sydney's talking about? I think... It's for Black History. Okay. I mean, it's, it's considering. Do it's yes. Do you think it sounds like a good read? Would you read it? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right. Doctor, um, um, Martin Luther King's in here. I think. So, um, so the the cool thing about that is it it's a fictional story, but set in a nonfiction mm-hmm. setting, time period. There's nonfiction characters in there. Yeah. Um, so if they want to get a copy of it, how can they find the book? Amazon.com. Okay. 
We'll we'll put a link to that book in our show notes in case people are interested and wanted to check it out. Okay, my turn. Next okay. is Noah. Noah. Okay, so my check it out. It's kind of old, kind of newish. Um, it's a TV show, Once Upon a Time. Ah. Um, I've been binge watching this show like every single day. Uh, it's a TV show on Netflix. It was on ABC, but they canceled the season um, earlier last year. Uh, if you like fairy tales, you would like this TV show. It's about how this um, girl named Emma Swan, she runs into this town, and everybody in the town is um, a fairy tale character, and they don't know it at first. And she has to tell them, or uh, she's going to try to like figure it out. She doesn't believe it at first. Everybody's a fairy tale. Um, so, yeah, it's just about fairy tale characters and stuff. And each episode is like uh, a certain character, and you learn more about them. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't started this show myself, but I heard... Do you remember this show when it was on? Yeah, I remember that they did uh, some promotional episodes with uh, Frozen. Yeah. Yeah, they did do a Frozen episode. So, a little backstory. There is a comic book series called Fables, with, uh, written by Bill Willingham or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And they tried to develop that show, I think, at ABC for a very long time, and they just didn't get it together. And this is basically the same premise. And all of a sudden, after negotiations broke down, about six months later, ABC had a show called Once Upon a Time. So there was a lot of um, questionable... Um, I don't About know, they took their idea. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. But it, it was interesting. I mean, they, they really... I didn't watch the show. Is it, is it still running? Or? No. Did you not hear what Noah just said? Oh, yeah. What'd she say? Were you paying it's attention? It's kind of old and it's kind of new. So no, she said they canceled it. Oh, <laughs> somebody was not paying attention. How many seasons are there? Yeah, so it's seven seasons. It started uh, in 2011 and then it ended like May, April 2018. Wow. So it just ended last year. Seven and seasons. Every single season is um, on Netflix. Yeah, so I mean, they they from what I've learned just from watching like the promos and stuff, I mean, they really leaned into. Um, the the fantasy and storytelling and stuff. Yeah. They started bringing in yeah. every character. They did. They there was characters that they brought in episodes that I would never like expect them to bring in. There's a lot of things like you would have to look up the characters because you would expect them to be new, but they've been like around for a long time. So no, how did how did you end up finding this show? Um, so it was like on my recommendations last year a whole lot uh, on Netflix. Um, I watched the first season a couple years back and I just like went on to new, um, a new TV show on Netflix. So I never like came back to it. Uh, so after that, the TV show that I was watching had 12 seasons. So it was like like, two years I've been watching that show. So I finally decided, you know, to catch up on once upon a time. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So Uh, so Noah's, Noah's check it out is, uh, once upon a time and you can watch it on Netflix and who's next. Uh, Alex. Alex. My check it out is, um, I'm gonna recommend two. Okay. Now just do one. All right. I'm gonna recommend Bumblebee because if you watch it, like if and you. This, wa- this is the the live action movie that came out this past December. I think it's on DVD yeah. and I mean Blu-ray and yeah, on, on all demand. that stuff. So I'm so I'm just saying like like you should see Bumblebee because if you if you watch the start. You're done, like completely. What do you mean was, you're done? Like that was the old school, the uh, old school. Yeah, they. Uh, I, 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 the old I, school. I don't know how to feel about this because Alex never watched the original TV show. 
I, he's, I, yeah, he has. All he, he's seen he, is the movie. No, he's watched it with me. Oh, I yeah. watched the whole there, series. Like so from beginning to end. There's this there's this planet called like Cybertron. Cybertron and and all these people are getting destroyed by the step Decepticons. Decepticons, yes. And and so um they're trying to destroy the world and Bumblebee goes to Earth and so on and so forth. They Destroy. Well, let's not give the whole movie uh, away. Nah, nah. So the basic the basic story is that it's a solo movie where Bumblebee. It's the first time Bumblebee no, gets to Earth. It's his it's his origin story on how he gets Earth, what he does when he first gets there. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know I, I it's think better hands, than all the yeah it's hands down movies. the best Transformers movie, and I honestly hope that they just forget the other movies exist and just start. From Bumblebee and move forward with a whole new timeline, storyline, everything. Yeah, Noah and Sidney, do you have anything to say about it? Yeah, it seems it seems enjoyable. I'd like to catch up and watch that. Yeah, yeah, really I, does. It's a it's a really fun movie, and and Haley Steinfeld actually does a really good job too as the mm-hmm. the human protagonist. Yeah, yeah. The trailer the trailer looked really cool. Yeah, to be honest, Haley Steinfeld has a has a. Has had a good year this year. Yeah. Oh, she was. Yeah, uh, she has. She was. She did the she voice in Spider Man. Sp- the Spider going. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she she's also had some really good music this year. She did. She did the theme song for Bumblebee, and that kind of blew up. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, like, when she did Spider Man to Spider Verse, I did not recognize her a single bit. Except her face, which was animated. Yeah. Like her, but was it really? Yeah. I, did, I, I need to rewatch it. I. I had no clue. Yeah, if you look at Haley Seinfeld and then you look at Spider Gwen, uh-huh. they look the same except the hairstyle. It's like showing how you know she's not about writing songs and singing; she can act too and do like voices and stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so Jacob, what's your check it out? My check it out is a new game that just came out by Respawn Entertainment. Oh. It's called uh, Apex Legends. Yeah. Yep. Well, Jacob, what is Apex Legends? Apex Legend is a new battle royale where you're in a squad of three people, the, uh, and you have to stay to the end of sixty people that land on the map. The difference between you said sixty, sixty. Oh, so not a hundred. So okay. there's only ten squads in the game at one time. Oh no no no, twenty squads. I thought that that math 20, doesn't 20, work. Twenty squads. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of the game is is the difference between. Your average battle royale in this new battle royale. And, and uh, let's be honest. When we say average, we mean Fortnite. Fortnite, <laughs> uh, Blackout, PUBG, all those. all those. But the one that everybody knows is Fortnite. Every, all, all the things, the difference between Fortnite and this game is that Fortnite, all the, all the difference between the males, females, all those skins, they're all cosmetic. Yes. In this game, you have different operators with different skills that can change the way you play. Yeah, so there's what, like ten characters or something like that. There's, so I'm just saying, it's there's a mix seven of, operators. I'm just saying it's a mix of Overwatch and Fortnite mixed together. Jacob. Yeah, I d- I'd mi- say it's more of a, uh, uh, it's more of a um. I think it's more of a PUBG X Overwatch because you know you don't have that building stuff. But I get what he's saying. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, the the cool one of the cool things about this game, and they don't do enough of this, is they announced the game and released it on the same day, and it just kind of took everybody by surprise, which was which is really cool. 
Um, uh, so we'll see where it goes. Oh, here, here's the operators. Let me, let me. Can I explain an operator? All right, let's be quick. We don't need to go all. Let's into give you it. a sense of an operator. An operator is a character with one skill, usually one passive skill, which is something that they do naturally. A uh, a skill that they can do like a. It, it's a. It's not a weapon, but it's like. It's it's an ability that they have that you can do, and then it cools down over time, and then they have an ultimate ability which charges up over a certain amount of time, kind of like Overwatch. Yes. In in this one, uh, let's talk about Wraith. She 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 can become invisible and be. I, I, I gotta I gotta watch in, you. She can become invisible and be invulnerable for a certain amount of time. That's her ability. Her passive is that she can hear and see people coming towards us, and she can warn her. Uh, players that are on her team, and then her ultimate is sh- that she can make a portal that enemy teams and her team can go yeah. through. Okay. Would you so like to talk about your robot? We don't need to talk about my favorite operator in the game right now. No. <laughs> All right. So Jacob's check it out was Apex Legends. And it's, how do you play it? It's free on Xbox, PS4, and PC. Sorry, Switch players. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's free, but there is. Oh, one more thing. One more thing that I like about it is oh. that, like Fortnite, the only way you can get cosmetics is either paying money or slowly gaining it through the free battle pass or whatever. In this game, every single time you level up, you get a, fr- you get a, uh, you get a free loot box which gives you some cosmetics, and then which all the cosmetics can be never, never be duplicated, which I love. But then also, as you level up, you get points, oh. which can equal to getting cosmetics and also getting new operators. Uh, Noah and Sydney, do you oh. have anything to say about this? Yeah, is this game new? Yes, it's new. It yeah. came out okay. last Monday. It right? came out this past Monday, yeah. yeah. It was announced okay, because and released. Because, mm-hmm. not trying to be mean or anything, but Fortnite is getting, it's like too overrated, and I need like a new game to like overpower it. Yeah. yeah, it's been overpowering Fortnite really well. Uh, there's a lot of they, YouTubers who used to do Fortnite and now have become more of a they, Apex Legends. They hit one million oh. players in their first 24 hours, and oh, wow, that's wow. crazy. They got up to that's eight crazy. million players in the first week. Wow, does yeah. Fortnite have a few hundred? <laughs> yeah, Fortnite is is yeah. I mean, it's there. basically never gonna <coughs> die, but it's uh, something's gonna beat it eventually or gain up or yeah. blow up. So so yeah, that was my check it out. Now it's time for my dad, old man Andres. Yes, the old man on the podcast. Um, all right, so my check it out. I'm actually gonna do another video game. Ooh. But my video game does not contain any bullets or killing or any of that stuff. Is this a puzzle game where you're the two different people? Yes, this is. This game is amazing. So, on Xbox, the name. One second. Name. On Xbox, they have this thing called Game Pass. And it it's like the like a Netflix for for video games, where you pay your ten bucks a month and you got access to over like hundred and twenty games. Now it's two hundred, over two hundred. They just, they keep adding games. Some of them will will drop off, but you can basically basically play any game you want that's in Game Pass. The one that you know you can play is all all of the Xbox exclusives are free. Microsoft, yeah. All Microsoft. So anyway, yeah. so as I was going through the Game Pass library trying to find something new. I found this game called The Gardens Between. Okay? The art style is amazing. Um, I mean, you could just look at the art style for this all day long. 
But the, the game... beautiful. Yeah, it's a very beautiful game. The game is about these two best friends. They're probably about 14 or 15 years old. And um, the gardens between is the gardens between their two houses. They grew up next to each other. And when the story starts, I think um, they're about to move apart from each other. So they're really sad, and they have this clubhouse that they've built in between their houses, and that's where the story starts. And it kind of goes from the real world to this fantasy world, um, and the fantasy world represents the history of their friendship. And the way the story is told is they have these big moments in their friendship, like the first time they met, the first time they did this, or some you know the first sleepover they had or something like that. And each one of those moments... Is has been reconstructed as kind of this fantasy island. Um, this is really hard to explain on, on an audio podcast, but um, the way the game works it's, is, I, I'd say it's kind of like what's what's that game where you're like you're the person braid, and you swipe, and and it's like an optical illusion, and you have to figure out the puzzle. Oh, the monuments or something like that. Yeah. Look, see if you can figure that out. But yeah, it's just sort of like it's, that. You know, where you're on a small little platform and you have to figure out a puzzle yep. to get to a certain point on the map to get to the next. Well, level. the way they the way they construct this, the islands is you start at the bottom and you have to get to the top. And at first, it's really easy. You just press right on the stick, and the girls, the two girls, will walk all the way up to the top of the mountain. Could you tell them how the islands are constructed? Hold on, I'm getting there. So that's that's how it starts. It's really easy. Um, but if you push left on the th- on the stick, it actually reverses time, and they will walk backwards down the island, right? So you're not actually controlling everywhere they go. What you're controlling is time forward and backwards. Oh, so then as you progress, the puzzles get a little bit more complex where you have items that work outside of time, right? So, for example, there's one island that has this computer, and... Uh, as you go up the island, you'll get to a point where you find the code that you need to put into the computer. Then there's a keyboard that the girls will jump on, and you have to move time forward and backwards in order to get them to jump on the keys in the right order to put the code in. It's amazing. So anyway, um, it's a beautiful game. The story is is, is really good. Um, it's actually pretty sad at times. Um, but yeah, if you crying. If you if you can check out this game, it's called The Gardens Between. Uh, the whole thing may take you, I don't know, like five hours. To, if you sat and like played it straight through, it's not it's, it's not, not the long, longest game, but it's 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 really really good. It's a game that you know with the Fortnites and um, Overwatches and all these other big shoot 'em up games. It's a game that'll get lost in the shuffle. Um, so that's why I wanted it's to bring more it more of a PS4 game, I would say, because PS4, PS4 has been going away from Whatever. online multiplayer, and now they have all these single-player games. Yeah, you're just saying because they have a lot of indies, but it's on Xbox, it's on PS4, no, it and it's got on, a lot of single-player games. And it's on computer. I, I'm assuming that nobody on the call, or I mean nobody on the call, nobody on the podcast has heard of this game. No one, Sydney, have you guys ever heard of this game? Is it really cool? It's like It sounds really cool. Yeah, and it really does. It, it's one of those games that you can actually, you don't even have to worry about playing it. You could sit there and watch somebody else play and help them solve the puzzles. Um, but the game itself is so beautiful yeah. to look at, especially on a big screen, um, that mm-hmm. you know you, it's not one that you even really have to play. You can kind of make it a multiplayer game by just working the puzzles together and stuff. Cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I could relate to that game, like the age wise. And um, I had a, like a really close friend that moved away, and I like always thought about you know our memories together and stuff. And I have a friend now uh, going to a different state for high school, and that's going to be um, a big impact, you know, on my life. But I enjoy like the fantasy part and like the controlling of time. That seems really fun. Yeah. No. I. You know. Honestly. Um, I think you would you would really enjoy this game. And it's, it, it, I think the one thing beyond all of that that's really interesting is it shows the, the power of the medium to tell stories. Um, that it's not just all about, you know, platforming and, and shooting and all this stuff. You can tell good narrative stories in video game form. Uh, yeah. Uh, like Detroit Become Human. That's all about story. Um, I, I had fun with the game. I like the puzzles. They're a lot. Uh, they're a lot. Very much different compared to other games. It gave me super hot vibes. Um, yeah, even though mm-hmm. that is a shooter, it's still a time based thing. Gave me a lot of uh, I forgot what that app was called now, but we're the the illusion app that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, let me. Uh, I got it on my iPad here. It's called Monument. Monument. Uh, that it gave me a lot of Monument vibes. But yeah. Okay, so now we're going to do Can't Wait. Uh, Bobby, could you... World cutscene. Is it time yet? Is it time I can't wait? Is it time yet? Is it time I can't wait? Uh, so, Can't Wait is where we talk about things that we can't wait to do, see, or play in pop culture. Uh, it's usually things that we... That it's usually things that are coming out soon, but uh, yeah. So we're gonna start with Noah this time. Okay, so um, my can't wait is coming soon during the summertime. It's kind of like a kid cartoon movie. It's The Secret Life of Pets two. Oh, cool! Now uh, I I enjoyed that the first movie. I think that was really funny, like with Kevin Hart, and I enjoyed like the actors and stuff. And I was dying laughing with the other kids like in the movie theater with me. And, like, the trailers and stuff seem really fun. So I cannot wait to see that movie. Uh, yeah, I like the first movie. My favorite part was when they are in the sewers and they were, like, R.I.P. Pedro and stuff. But that was my favorite part. You must come into the snake to be one of us. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got to get bit by the snake or whatever. Um, Sydney, did you have a favorite part of the movie? No, not really. Oh, okay. Uh, Andres, do you have one? Uh, favorite part of the movie? Yeah, I said Pedro. Where you know where they were talking about the duck that died. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, for me, that movie was interesting because I was on the fence. You know how I give out some of these animated like movies, Crudes or whatever. Remember that the yes. caveman movie that you yeah. loved? Yeah, I, I, I was not. He thought it was to... a guy at first. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think it was guy collat. <laughs> it just it just did not look interesting and then he thought it he, he said it looked like one of those uh, it's so easy a game man could do it. Yeah. It just did not look interesting and then I ended up loving it. So I think Secret Life of Pets kind of fall in the uh, fall fell into that for me as well. Is that it, it looked kind of funny, but I honestly didn't think I needed to see anything beyond the trailer. Um but then when I when we watched the movie, I did enjoy Kevin Hart's character the little bunny. I thought he was pretty funny. Like crazy bunny, whatever. Yeah, um, and and I thought the um, situations that they put him in were were pretty inventive. But uh, overall, I can't think I can't think of anything that really stood out. Um, but I I did enjoy the movie. So I think Secret Secret Life of Pets two is interesting because I 
I couldn't think of how they would make that story carry on into a sequel. So uh, yeah, I, I agree. It was good one done, but I'm I'm glad they make a second one. I did want more of that uh, comedy. Um, well, I did like when they went into that apartment house and they were playing music, whatever. But anyways, yeah. Uh, next one is our next person is Sydney. Uh, Sydney, what is your check it out? What do you can't, want? Other can't wait. Or what? What is your can't wait? What can you so, wait to do or see or play? I'm excited to see this um new Aladdin show. Aladdin the movie, like the live action. No, like it's like a like a uh, like a the Broadway show. Or? Yeah, yeah, it's like a Broadway show. Singing and dancing. Oh, where where can you see this? Or where are you going to see it? Velk Theater. Yeah, it's coming to Charlotte. Uh, we're we're going to that show too. Yeah, oh. We're in the North Carolina area, so that's where Charlotte is. <laughs> well, yeah. So some <laughs> people don't know that. And so. house number is. No, 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 you don't no, need no, to say no, that. No. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, it's coming as part of the uh, the Broadway series that comes to Charlotte. Yeah. Um, Aladdin is personally my favorite Disney movie. Is it? Yup. My oh, favorite yeah. Disney princess movie, at least, because there's some things that could com- compete yeah. that. So you like that? <laughs> okay. Um, Sydney, have you seen any of the other Disney shows on Broadway, like uh, Lion King or Beauty and the Beast or any of those? Yes, oh. I have seen Lion King. Lion King is good. And did you see uh, Little Mermaid when it came through? Yes. Yeah. Come through. Yeah, so Disney does a good job of chain of uh, putting their shows on Broadway. So that's a, actually that's a great pick. Uh, when is that coming to Charlotte? Do you know? Oh, Sydney? September tenth. Oh, you got a you got a long wait. Yeah. Um. So now we're going to do Alex. All right, my uh, my can't wait is Ugly Dolls. Uh, oh, oh, I'm excited for that really? movie. It's gonna be a musical, but J- with Ugly Dolls. J- Jago, you need uh, to shut the. You need. To shut did up. you see the trailer? This is mine. Okay, so okay, so when I saw this trailer, I was like, "Oh shoot, they're making an Ugly Dolls movie." How did I not know this? When I saw the trailer, I was like, "This is about to be good," because they're about to, because the Ugly Dolls are having fun and then going to the human world. I'm just. It's I'm I'm thinking that they're gonna um they're gonna make the whole place happy and stuff. I can't like, believe they're making the ugly dolls. Movie. Yeah, like, I'm excited. Uh, the way they're doing it. Did I, you see, did I, I you didn't see know. The I did not see the trailer. Did not see the trailer. Here, let me. Let me no, we, we'll watch it later. No, I'm just gonna read you all the singers that are in this movie. They said it's, they said it's going to be a musical. So it's a musical, like the Lego movie. No, have you seen this? Like, have uh, no, I ha- I haven't seen this. I, I know. Are that. you talking about like the little plush dolls? Yeah, yes. the plush yeah. dolls. They're getting a movie. So they're they're having a movie. Yeah. Oh, that's what? Cool. Have, uh, I cool. Gonna... I used to always be afraid of those dogs. Mm. Or not the dogs, like the animals. I loved them. I loved them. <laughs> I had so oh, many shoot. of them. All right. Okay. Okay. So they're gonna have Nick Jonas, Jake. BB Rexa, Kelly Clarkson, uh, Accents, Blake <laughs> Sheldon. Uh, is Pitbull a singer? Pitbull's a rapper. Yeah. Pitbull. They're gonna have a. Uh, is Janelle Monet a singer? Too? Janelle Monet, yeah, she's awesome. Uh, I'm just gonna read them all, and you tell me if they're singing. Yeah, no. Gabriel, no. Uh, Emma Roberts, yeah, she's an actress. Um, Car- Charlie XCX, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She she has that boom song. Lizzo, yeah, and Lee Hom Wayne. Uh, I don't know who that is. 
Probably not. That's right. crazy. All right, my turn, my turn. All right. uh, that's, that's all the people that they have on IMDb right all now. Right. Gotcha. So I'm just, all right. Alex, this is a good choice. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm very excited for so this So I went to Target the today, and I saw these ugly dolls. They were like real ugly dolls. Ugly dolls are the they, best. They have teeth. With button eyes. Yeah, but that, that's not the same series. As I will, Alex, I will show you our home. No, no, they're in your, they're in your plush box or whatever. Alex has a box of stuff. I went to Target today, too. Oh, we probably just missed you. But anyways, um, <laughs> Ugly Dolls coming out later this summer. Uh, it's going to be an animated movie for kids, PG. Uh, I think people should go see it. If we, you're should, we should review that on the show. Yeah, it's going, I think it's going to be like the Lego movie vibes. It's going to be about toys who try to come to the real world. And uh, I, I, uh, the permit. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But anyways, uh, the premise is the ugly doll try to come to the perfect real world. And whatever, whatever. It's a kids movie. PG, go see it later this summer. Uh, now, time for my can't wait my can't wait is alita battle angel it's coming oh out. yeah it's coming out next week Aww. uh yeah, i think so yeah so i'll look it up real quick go keep going my thing about uh alita battle angel is a lot of people have been skeptical about it uh because a lot of anime a, a lot of anime representations in live action movies are not the best things. So, Alita has gotten a lot of uh, uh, pre pre screens, and a lot of people have loved it. And it does anime justice or anime live action movie justice. Uh, Noah, Sydney, do you have anything to say about it? Yeah, the CGI like in that trailer is crazy, especially like the movie. That's gonna that must have took a long time, you know. Yeah, I feel like especially with especially with a leader herself, the way her design, her face. Yeah, yeah, it it does come out this week. What do you? But what do you guys think about that? So Uh, I'm just I'm just gonna say real quick. Okay, go ahead. I'm just saying. You about to say I love anime or something? No, I'm just saying. Like, if you're an anime person, this is the right move for you. you know, they have the big eyes, looking like a cute girl. I, I yeah, hope so they that, have a giant battle scene. That's what I'm excited. So that's that's the what I want to get your opinion on is they purposely, um, I mean, because the the um, main the actress Rosa Rosa Salazar who plays Alita, um, I mean, they purposely kind of CGI'd her face a little bit to make it more. Anime-ish. It's a lot more anime-ish. They, I mean, they made her eyes bigger also to make him look more like anime cartoon. Um, and I'm wondering, if, you know, I guess it works. Um, we'll have to see, like, in the flow of the movie. But when I first saw the look of it... I, I thought it looked good. I was on the fence. I was on the fence. Yeah, I saw a couple behind-the-scenes, like, videos about, um, mm. like, how they got... Uh, Rosa, is that her name? Yeah, yeah, Rosa. How they got her... Um, you know, like doing stunts and just like the camera and how they did the CGI. But yeah, um, I just looked up pictures of her and it's exactly her, just the eyes wider and stuff. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's been a lot of good early reviews. So we'll, I'll be interested to see if audiences actually respond to that and, and go see it. Yeah, I'm excited to see it because I've been watching a lot of animes. I got to watch a little bit yeah. before it comes out. I've been watching a lot of My Hero Academia. 
Yikes. One Punch Man. I just started this other one called Toradora. It's a drama. Oh my gosh. You're turning into an anime. Anyways, head. I yeah, I'm turning into an anime and manga head. I'm getting into yes. it way too much. Which means you're you're about to be a teenage boy. That's like the, the phase that you guys go through. But well, I'm I'm still gonna be watching anime. Naughty. <laughs> Alex. Yeah, Alex. Anyways, I'm very excited. The anime community. Uh, they've been talking about it. It's, it. it's really good. Um, so now we're going to do poppies. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make mine quick. Um, it's next month, Captain Marvel. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna. Uh, who are the scrolls okay. in the Marvel universe? All right, all right, I'm just gonna say, I am pumped. Okay. Yes. Okay. Here, here. So here's so here's what I'm gonna say. I'm going to say this is going to be like a good I'm just going to I'm saying this is going to be a good movie cuz you get to see like you get like this is being connected to Endgame. Yeah, yeah. So this movie is going to tell half of the story. Of, well, oh, I'm I'm just going to say I I hope the credits are going to be with Endgame cuz Yeah, it, the post credit scene would be cool if it connected directly to in between, like mm-hmm. Infinity War and Endgame. Anyways, yeah. anyways, let's uh, let's go around the table and say who we think are scrolls. Because in this movie, we don't need to do all oh, that. I just, I just really want to. I say Captain so, America. N- Noah and Sydney, w- what are your thoughts on Captain Marvel? Um, I like, I really want to see it. Um, especially like a female, um, like as a main character in Marvel movies. Um, that's gonna be really fun. Yeah, I, I'm excited. And, yeah. To see that. Yeah. As it ties in with um, Endgame, just want to see if, you know, like what you said, post-credit scenes, if they mention that, and they should. So I can't wait for all the Marvel movies this year. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Sydney, do you have anything to say? This, the, um, the same thing as Noah, you know, like, I'm, I can't wait to see it and all that. Stuff. Yeah, I, I'm excited because... You know, when you look at the, you know, like the DC side, yeah, they have Wonder Woman, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the big superhero on the DC side is Superman. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, when everything <laughs> is, is gone, well, half the universe is gone, and they need to bring in the heavy hitter, they're bringing in Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know? She, yeah. She's, mm-hmm. the, she's the one who, uh, who who's going to come and drop the yeah. Hammer, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really excited because this movie got pushed a lot more after the success of um, Wonder Woman. But I I'm excited to see her because she's very powerful, most powerful character in the Marvel universe. So they and she has a lot of powers too. So the things that they can do with this character is oh very wide. And 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 hey, I will give a little FPM play plug. I should have checked the episode number, but. Early in our FPM play career, we went to the convention here in Charlotte, and we interviewed some comic book creators, and we interviewed a writer named Kelly Sue DeConnick, who was about to start on this little comic book called Captain Marvel. And we we literally caught her right before Captain Marvel 1 came out, and she was on our show, and a lot of what is in the movie is based on her run on Captain Marvel. So we were ahead of the curve on that one with FPM play. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna say that's insane. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you I, just made Captain Marvel. Alex, no, I that's that's not what I was freaking out about. Uh, I was freaking out because um, 
Supergirl and her boyfriend in the show are actually both about to get married in real life. So, so oh. it, anyways, I just read that. That, but back to Captain Marvel. I'm very excited for it. it comes out March, right? Yeah, like March 22nd, and then um, uh, and then a month later we have Endgame. So it's gonna be a good good one two punch. Uh, so yeah. Um, so uh, Sydney and Noah, thank you for joining us in these two segments. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming. Um, it, this is the time to plug anything you want to, by the way. Uh, hi, guys. It's Noah. And you can follow me on Instagram at equine.noah with an H. And uh, Sydney? My name is Sydney. Um, I'm seven, and you cannot follow me anywhere. <laughs> but you can, you can follow my sister, Noah. Uh, well, uh, that was it. Um, thank you for... Coming here and joining us. Uh, so now we're going to get on with our review with our special co-host for today, Alex Echeverria, my little brother. FDM play. Review of the week. Uh, so today we are reviewing the Lego movie. Um, no, we're not. What? The Lego what? movie... The second part. Nope. Yo, Wait, what? We're reviewing Lego Movie 2, the second part. There you go. Oh, you need, you need to get it whole correct. The Lego Movie 2, the second part. I told you that. We are from the planet Dupont. We are here to destroy you. Hello, visitors from another planet. There's no need to fight anymore. Oh, shoot. See? Friends. Ooh. Is this the trend or just a clip? Lucy! Emmett! They took Lucy and the others. Hang on to your frogs, Planny. Asteroids! You mind if I save your life? Not at all. <laughs> the name's Rex Danger Vest. This is my ship. Are those dinosaurs? <laughs> What are you doing in space? Aliens kidnapped my friends. I'm going to get them back. That planet is ruled by an alien queen. I'm a queen whatever I would not be. The talking horse? I can change my form, but this makes you uncomfortable. Hey, guys. All right, so that's a little bit from the trailer for the Lego Movie 2. Um, I oh, will. you know what my can't wait should have been? What's that? Shaft. Shaft. You're not, you're not supposed to be watching Shaft. All right, so the synopsis on IMDb says... I can read it. No, you read it. After you break my iPad. Um, The synopsis on IMDb says, It's been five years since everything was awesome, and the citizens are facing a huge new threat, Lego Duplo invaders from outer space, wrecking everything faster than they can rebuild. All right, so... Jacob, Alex. What the heck? I, I like them. Initial impressions. Yeah. So I think it was good, but I'm just saying they didn't add a cutscene. I'm, I'm just saying they didn't add any credits. No, no, just just give your initial thoughts on how you f- what you felt about the movie. Well, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was really good. I liked the movie. I thought it was. Really uh, it wasn't as good as the original, but it was still very funny, very good, very still very colorful too. 
have to say the colors popped. Very um, I, you know, I, I think as I was watching the movie, I was kind of on the fence. Like, um, I should be liking this more than I am. But by the end of the movie, um, when it all came together, I think at that point I did like the movie more. Like, like I love the part where I said, "No, no, 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 we're not gonna leave this on a cliffhanger. We're, we're just." That's say that for spoilers. Say that for spoilers. Yeah. So, Alex, um, when we do a review, we just talk in general what we thought, and then um, we get into spoilers. Okay. It wasn't as good as the first one. The comedy was still there, but so I mean, we can't talk about the Lego Movie Two without spoiling the Lego Movie One. Okay, I mean you should have seen it by now. So it's one of those things. Yeah, and, and how long? How long ago did Lego Movie One come out? Five years. That's so it's five been years ago. Okay, so it's been five years. God, five years. That's that is crazy. I don't even think it's that long. Um, yeah, so it came out in twenty fourteen. Yeah. So I mean, so you've had five years. Um, so spoilers for Lego Movie, but the big twist on the Lego Movie was um, going in. You didn't realize that what you were seeing were the actual Lego toys, and um, there was a correlation between what was happening in the movie and what was happening in the real world between this father and his son. Yeah. Um, the Lord Business was the father, and he wanted to super glue everything and not play with it. And the son was, you know, he, he his emotions were shown through Emmett and the other Legos. I feel like I'm more the dad than the son. I, I like everything put in like a scene and not playing with the Legos. That's what I like seeing. Yes, you are. When, you are not the uh, yeah. When I'm the special when master I'm, builder. When I'm playing with Legos, I build the sets, put them together in one giant scene, and then I just leave it there and look at my greatness that I created. Right. You have to follow the instructions. And then I take a picture too when I'm done with it. <laughs> Um, so going into this movie, you knew that that connection existed between you know the animated Lego world and then the real world, the live action stuff. Um, yeah. So for me, the question always was, how were they going to make that connection and how they were going to carry that through? This but connection was really good. I liked it. He yeah. didn't. Oh. I know you didn't like it. Because no, I did. I did. Um, you didn't like the Lego part of things, though. I did, but I, for some reason, it just I just didn't connect with it. Until the end when it all kind of came together and you were like, oh, okay, now I see where they were going with this. And now I see what the whole point of the movie was. Um, I liked I, I, I liked the whole point of the movie. I liked the twist at the end. Was there, well, we're getting spoilers on that, but was there a twist? Yeah. All right. With, with the whole, you know, let's get into spoilers and then I'll tell you what the twist was. Well, we got more to talk about before we get into spoilers. The twist was Emmett and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a twist. Okay, um, I did like the sister system. Yeah, and all the sister stuff. Yeah, so I mean, and I mean then that's not really a spoiler though. No, that's in the it's trailer. In the name, that's in the trailer. The, the, all the naming stuff is so sister and this, you know. Yeah, this movie is about the brother and sister coming together and them trying to combine their two Lego worlds. So right, the girly the side of things with all the Lego friends, Duplos, because she's still a little bit younger than him. Yep. All that's in one side. And then the other side is him with his more serious stuff. He's he's going through the serious moods. So, you know, as you saw, all the characters in his little Lego world, they become more serious. There's no more colors in the world. Yeah, well, it goes from a the Brick City to the post-apocalyptic version of it. Yeah. 
and that's just hit that show that's reflective of him growing up and stuff um so <laughs> let's uh before we'll jump into spoiler in a second so i mean overall um what was it a was it worth seeing in the in the theater you think yes for the music and for the colors yeah i mean the animation stuff on the lego uh, it, movies are always uh, have been really good and they're like Pixar level animation. You know what I don't like though? They they've been advertising and selling all these stop motion things, going with the Lego movie, meaning like they made the whole movie in stop motion. Even though most of it was animated. So it's we, you remember we were going through Target after we went through Target after the movie. So right? wait, you're saying there's some false advertising? I mean people know it's all computer generated. Yeah, but kids don't know that. Yeah, I can see like five year old kids like, oh, we're making the Lego movie, and there's nothing like it. All right, so um, let's let's just get into spoilers so we can really talk about it. It's time for spoilers. You have been warned. Um. So yeah, uh, time for spoilers. Now we get to talk about the nitty gritty of the movie, what we liked and didn't like, favorite parts, least favorite parts. Yeah, so, and we usually do this by pointing out kind of one good thing, one bad thing. So, Jacob. Um, so, so, something that I really did like was uh, the characters, the newer characters. I liked, I liked Rex. Okay. You hated Rex with his whole time travel mumbo jumbo, but I loved it. I I like that because it showed that it showed that not only the it's it isn't only just the kid and him playing with his toys, but it's it's also the Legos visualizing what he's doing with them. Because when it, when because you you gotta this, think this about is, it. this is the problem I have in the movie. Yes, you gotta think about it. He's not always there. He's not always there. But it, it shows that they've been active for the past five years. So basically what you're saying is there's a Toy Story thing going on here. Yeah. Because, like, I, 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 I mean, I liked it. Like, the whole thing. But see, that's not clear if it is. So here's my confusion. All right. So okay. the twist. With Rex and Emmett being the same Yes. Person. So we are in spoilers. The twist is that... As Jacob said, Emmett and Rex are the same person. And one more thing before we get into this. It must have been really fun for Chris Pratt to do go back and forth like Rick and Morty. So Rex, turns out, is Emmett. Yeah. And Rex is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Now, they do a very good job throughout the movie of showing the correlation of what's happening in the Lego movie, like the Lego movie world, versus the real world, right? right? So there's they'll, sh- a, they'll show... a lot more of that. Yeah, so movie. you see... Um. Yeah, especially now that the, yeah, now that the cat's out the bag, that there's that correlation. There's definitely a lot more of those scenes. But like you'll see, like the spaceship come into Bricksville or whatever, and then later, uh, you know, later on you see the you, sister uh, yeah, running she, around she, with the spaceship. She grabs the the little Lego characters, but the yeah. spaceship. So you see, you every now and then they check in with the real world, and you see that correlation, right? Mm-hmm. But where it breaks down is the whole thing with Rex. And and the way that that's explained, there's no real world correlation to that. 
Yeah, that's there is. What, that's where you because you remember they go back and show how they got there because Rex builds that whole thing and, it sh- and it's it's cool to the kid because he thought that he like is he because w- the way they showed it was like he was looking around at his Legos and then he saw this new th- ship that he just he probably just never touched after he built and then the ship that looks like a fist which is pretty cool yeah so he starts playing with it and then he take and then. And th- how the kid imagines is he's he's going on a rescue mission with Emmett to go get his Legos back. Yeah, maybe I just need to rewatch it because when they w- when they started to go back and explain that Rex was Emmett, it just it just did not land with he, me. Like he it time traveled and put himself in that situation. Right, but that's that's and where another thing is that you can't really like say that though. Uh, but that's I, I do understand though because like how is he supposed to know to go back in time right. at the right like position if he visualizes the world through the space perspective right so that's that's where you know you get your toy story argument where there's a portion of this where the toys are actually alive and they kind of showed that right yeah where the the character stuck underneath the the dryer system the dryer he, he gets up and, and goes and yeah and, and they're, they're moving on their own so yeah, but the thing is that they can't move without the little Lego dots, so it's harder for them. And they bounce more around. Yeah, it just but that was really funny to watch, though. It was like an invisible hand taking them around and stuff. Yeah, that that whole thing just did not land with me. Um, but I I, I, I I did like the whole thing about that the you know they they had built up you know the red herring was that the the sisters' toys were not bad. They all wanted the same thing, and at the end of the day, all she wanted was to play with her older brother. Yeah. And he lost sight of that, and he didn't understand that, and he didn't take the time to understand it. Because as you get older, you know, w- especially when you're siblings, you do have this kind of natural drifting apart because you're in different places in life, and then hopefully you'll come back together. But that's where they were, and, you know, by the end of the movie, he had to realize that it's okay to play with his sister and let her play the way she wanted to play. Yeah. Which yeah. I was looking right at you. I mean, I mean, it's not just me though. Like, I, I see where he's coming from. Yeah, he be taking people's Legos. Right, but you're, like, you're you messed up his Batman too with all that glitter. Yeah, but you're a control freak too, right? You can't look at it as celebrating the differences and letting your brother yeah, play. I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I play with him a lot more now, but but yeah, you would have reacted just like the brother did in there if he if he. Took my stuff without asking. So I did like the brother sister dynamic. I just didn't. I didn't care for the twist. I, I thought. I thought that was doing too much. I I like the twist. I mean, the thing is, is that I I think they made it because this is still still geared to towards kids. Because this oh, is what geared, kids. Do you think kids geared, are going to truly understand that? This is geared towards little kids. Right. Then, and and, and that the, whole. I feel like little kids won't understand if there's no. Antagonist. Well, that's got to be an antagonist. So they made what Rex saying, the antagonist, right? But that that whole connection of Rex is Emmett and Emmett is Rex and the time travel and that all was funny though. That's At the end, he's like, "I'm getting back to the future." Oh no, it's only a movie. The big boys get to see when they're all grown up. Yeah, that was a good joke. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely some of the Lord Miller DNA still like, in there. I like the big boy stuff too, because that's another correlation from the younger brother. I mean, well, sister the younger sister with the older s- uh, brother, because the older brother is Rex, and he's the grown up, and he does all this cool grown up stuff. Because I think that's one of the th- like, uh, what do you call it? The themes? No, not the themes. It's like uh, shown through something. It's like uh, 
one of the symbols oh. through the movie, or it's another word that I just can't remember, but one of the symbols of the movie talking about a younger brother or, or sibling relationship. Yeah. So in this one, it was Emmett and Rex. Emmett's a little sister looking up to her, her older brother oh, and being what being uh, the cooler version because he was the cooler version. Yeah, of him, that's true. I didn't I didn't think about that way. That beard, was kind of symbolic of that relationship. Beard. He had the cooler clothes. Very tough. Did all this big boy stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I really did like and that. And Emmett still had the kind of the the youthful wonder. The ma- and he was the master builder. Very still very. Saw the world with colors still, yep. while Rex saw the world with colors, but with a darker palette. Yeah, yeah. So he was a master breaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I thought that was pretty cool though. I wish I wish Emmett could. I I was excited because I thought Emmett was gonna learn how to control both, and be like in between, so he could be like. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I don't know. It just. They did a really I, good job. I, I think I, need, I maybe just need to rewatch this movie. So there was times like during the movie where I, it just felt like it was just kind of going through the motions. Um, it, 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 I don't know. The first movie, there was a lot more awe, awe and wonder, and I was fully engaged the entire time. This one, it felt no. like it was more of an obligation He's to, like, to like the movie. Because you're like, you knew about the whole brother and sister thing, so it kind of lost that magic of imagination. I guess. I don't know. Just and another thing that I didn't really like is this was like this barren sand place, and there wasn't much uh, design and building as the last one, you know? Because in the last one, there was all these different biomes. In this one, you have the glitter system and all that girl stuff, and then you have... Deep dark boy stuff, and in the middle you have the space. That's it. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was that's that stuff was all right. Um, and I did I did really like uh, what's your call? What's her name? I'm glad I put up IMDb for this. I did like uh, Tiffany Haddish and Will Arnett, uh, Queen whatever what Wanabi. Yeah, like whatever I want to be. Yeah, whatever one I be, and uh, Batman. That whole relationship that was really cool, and I liked I liked how they did that. Where it turned out at the end, they were like, "You're the people that inspired us and created our world in the first place. We look up to you." Yeah, we weren't trying to bring, uh, our we weren't trying to take over. We weren't trying to bring our mama in, our our mama get in. Yeah, where it's our mom get in, our mama get in. Anyways, um, the the whole thing with Tiffany Haddish and uh, Quinn ever want to be, and then I also, uh, by the way, I also love the poster. It was Star Wars. Oh yeah, you picked it. You picked I, that up. I didn't pick up on that. No. And the Mar- the whole Marvel thing is like Marvel hasn't been answering our calls, so we actually don't have any real Marvel superheroes. Well, it's because the, so yeah, they had a cool scene with the Justice League. And they all went to go save the day. He's like, where's Batman? He's like, he's in his own solo mission. <laughs> yeah. So that was a, the Batman Lego the Lego Batman movie. I like that uh, they established that was connected, too. Um, but, yeah, so they went to go save the day, and um, they never came back. And they were talking about that they didn't have any more heroes left. And they said, well, we don't have any Marvel ones because they never called us back. It's a little joke. He's like, because the, the movie rights. Yeah. But uh, one thing that I did like, though... <laughs> The stars, 
Hello. Oh, those stars are awesome. I yeah. love the hard suits. Like, your face is beautiful. It's like, and Batman's like, you're very great at complimenting people. Yeah. Or, uh, my, my favorite part is when they like guilt trip the older brother. That That's the whole thing, too, where the, like, the eyes are like, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. It has that, that little kid pouty face that, you know, you just, oh, it's so cute. Where, where this, like the first one was when in the door, they, they shoved the door on the star. He's like, I can get the star and then reclose it. The I pain. Oh, the pain. Now, I, I did like that they um, had a little bit more backstory to uh, Wild Style. Um, I won't say what that is. You can explore that in the I movie. Mean, but we're doing spoilers, so we can talk about well, that. I don't want to spoil everything because I don't have to. I'm just saying, I like that they dug the deeper. The meta score is only 65. Yeah. Oh, it's a 7.3 out of 10. It's a, you know, it, it's it's definitely not going to be kind of end of year best of list like the oh, first like and, and my favorite song in the movie was um the the catchy song? No. Tiffany Haddish and Will Arnett. Oh, oh. That was my favorite song. That was a good song. I did like the catchy song though. This song's going to get stuck, stuck inside, inside you. This song's going to get stuck. Yeah. Yeah, that one. It's a catchy song. No, I never knew Sniffy Stephanie Beatrix was was it was in this. Yeah. Um, so Jacob, I think we're done. Uh so time to give our ratings. I give this movie eight Lego pieces out of ten. We go out of five. Oh. No, we need ten. <laughs> I can do like a three point five. You don't want to do a five-point scale anymore? I think we should do ten. Okay, we can do ten. Because it gives you... Gives you is usually, we just did four and five. We did fives, yeah. So now we're getting into more, like, more critically... You want things. more nuance. You want more room for nuance. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I don't want to do a three because the movie is better than a three. Because that would be a six out of ten. It's more like an eight out of ten. All right, so now we're on a ten-point scale. So that's eight... Lego pieces out of ten, okay. Yeah. Um, Even though it ain't out of ten, would be a four out of five. We don't have to talk about that. I'm gonna do six out of ten for this movie. Really? I not even a seven. I mean, I seven. I might be convinced to do a seven. seven. It's just you didn't like the live action parts. No, I, I did like the live action parts. I'm glad that they didn't shy away from that. I'm glad that they checked in with that every now and then. I just didn't like the, the the twist with Evan and Rex and the time travel bit. I really didn't. I liked I I think they could have done the whole twist and have Rex still be the bad guy, but not have him be Emmett. I, I like the whole Emmett thing. I I mean I like the time travel thing. They could have made him be another version of Emmett. Because like, they the, 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 like what Emmett could have been. And this, this that's kind of what it was. This movie, they use a lot more of the Warner Brothers property than they did, they did last time. Yeah, you love a crossover. Yeah, because they were like, okay, I'm going to need uh, your DeLorean doc. Uh, I'm going to need your uh, uh, phone. Had, the the TARDIS, the phone there. booth. Yep. I'm going to need your, also your oh, no, phone. No, it wasn't the TARDIS. It was Bill and Ted's phone booth. No, they were like, I'm going to need your phone booth, Mr. Bill and Ted. I'm going to need that TARDIS, Mr. Uh, Doctor, uh, Doctor Who, Doctor Who, and then and then uh, yeah, that was a good joke. He's like, I want to need that whatever that is that they used in uh, 
I forgot what the movie that he mentioned, but it was like he took all these time machines and he built it into one. And then he's like, I went back to the historic era and got dinosaurs. Yeah, that's where I got all the raptors from. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty funny too because that was a reference to Jurassic Park. Yep, which Chris Pratt was in. Yeah, and it's Chris Pratt. I knew, I knew it was Chris Pratt. Um, you what do you mean you knew it was Chris Pratt? Oh, uh, I, I, I knew he had something to do with Chris Pratt. What? Who? The Raptors, the, the, all the things that Chris Pratt's been in, all the references. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, I thought it was really good. I, I liked it a lot. Maybe that's because I'm just a child and he's this grown man. That that looks at movie scripts in a spare time. I, I mean, it's it, there's a difference between the way you see a movie and the way I see it. Right? I mean, the gap I mean, closed a little bit, but well, still, I, st- I still have thirty years. Because you know, I I I almost like, I almost liked one of those Transformers movies. You remember that? Oh, you did. Don't say almost. I was like, I was like, this was the last one. Yeah, I was like, that was an okay movie. It wasn't good. You and J-Mac came out of that saying, that was awesome. No, that's because I told J-Mac I liked it. J-Mac's also a yes man when it comes to things that he doesn't know about. Whatever. It's true. It's true. He liked it on his own. He would have liked it if you weren't there. Maybe, but I, 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 I thought it was okay. And then I thought about it, and I was like, wait a second. Yeah. All right, so Lego Movie 2. I liked it. Um, they need to make a wreck spaceship so I can build that because I want a giant fist in my room. That would be cool. You know what would be cool? If they made it so you could put your fist in it and like, drive it around with your fist. I can see that. And you like, can open it up. Yeah. All right. With all the velociraptors. That could be cool. Oh, I'm Jacob. I'm signing off. You can find me at KJ Cell. Um, those are my initials, by the way. J-C-E-L, no S. OS. Uh, uh, KJ Cell on Instagram. My Instagram is just a lot of memes that I find on my phone. My Snapchat's more personal. And then uh, Twitter, at KJ Cell. Um, is there anything else? No. Oh, yeah. Xbox at KJ Cell. PS4 at kid underscore J Cell. And I don't know my Switch cord, but it's J Cell. So if you play me in Smash, Tell me, J C L J C L in all caps. We gotta make you a business card. Okay. Um, and Bye. And you, we lost Alex, so he's gone. And yeah. uh, his eight-year-old brain can't sit here for a good hour. And this is Jacob's dad, and you can uh, reach us at uh, fpmplay at gmail dot com.